going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 86 in year two. And man, it just feels like these weeks are getting less and less with news because we have really nothing to talk about right now. Uh, we are recording this on a Sunday and uh, the Oscars are currently on. One thing we could talk about immediately because it's not really big news, but the Zatanna screenwriter, um, script writer, it just won an Oscar for her movie. So. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. what was the movie again? It was un um, uh, something young women, uh, yeah, pretty young women or something like that. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I forget the movie, but yeah. So um, you know, she's that movie's been getting a lot of Oscar buzz. Uh, that movie got her the job, I'm presuming, um, for to write Zatanna, hopefully to direct it as well. Um, but yeah, she has won. Um, that literally just happened a little while ago as we're recording this. So sorry that we don't have all the info on it because it's promising not... young woman. That's what it promising is. Promising young woman. Okay. Uh, and her name is, uh, oh crap. I just had it. Um, Emerald Fennel. All right. F E N N E L L. I don't yeah. know how to pronounce that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, I mean, I hope that this Oscar win gets her the directing job as well, because as of right now, we only know her as writing. Yes. So um, I believe she wrote and directed that movie. So we'll see what happens. Um, also, I believe off topic, um, the first woman of color won Best Director. Yes, um, she is the director for Marvel's Eternals. Really? What did she yeah. win for, though? Um, Nomad Land, mm. I think is the is the movie that uh, she won. This might uh, be the first year that I have not seen any of the movies. Same. Um, I was just having a discussion over you know, her whole winning and how people are gonna use it against her. Like, oh, oh she could be. COVID. Well, no, it's just like well that, but also mm -hmm. like oh, she could be using her talents so like in so many different places. She didn't have to go to Marvel. Blah, 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 blah. And what people fail to realize to this day is the superhero genre is what is running Hollywood. Yeah. It is what is making money. For sure. Like, I'm sorry, Nobenland won Best Director. Mm -hmm. But it, I, I honestly don't know the box office. I don't know how much money it made. Yeah. And that's not necessarily what the Oscars is looking for, but that's what Hollywood is looking for. Hollywood yeah. is looking for what's going to make them money. And if she's going to make Disney and Marvel billions of dollars with her great and amazing directing skills, then so be it. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. I've always thought that the Oscars should be two nights. Um, Sunday should be the very fancy best picture, all that kind of shit. Best, uh, you know, like because one, I think the Oscars is too long, so I yes. think it should be like two hours. Yes, uh, of just like bam, 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 really great awards. But on Saturday should be the fun night, and you should bring in new things like uh, best stunt direction, best this and that, and like the other movie, other areas of movies that should be getting awards. I that that is actually, you know, something that's really, really cool. I, I know like what was it? It wasn't last year, but I think two or three years ago, there was like a really big push 
uh, for all of these different genres. And people were like, oh, it's just because Disney owns ABC and they're trying to get all these awards. I think it was two years ago because today is technically the um, one, uh, the two year anniversary of Endgame. So Mm. I think that's when they were trying to like get all these awards for Endgame or whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. But I mean, I don't know. I still don't even know if. uh... But I don't even think superhero movies would necessarily even win in the action category, because I think action movies are way better than superhero movies with the ridiculousness. You know, if there was a ridiculous category, you know how many Oscars Fast and the Furious would have? Like, because the stunt coordination in those movies is so insane man it's the only reason why people watch those movies is because they're so over the top and i know we're gonna go see it i know we're gonna see that movie i'm so ready we're watching demon slayer tomorrow it's gonna be our first experience since tenant um but after that probably what my hero after that um what's coming out that we would um, oh suicide 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 before my hero Suicide Squad will be before My Hero, I believe. We haven't heard much on My Hero, and I, and I know Didn't this is going summer? way off topic. Oh, they did say summer. Summer Shit. would be June to August. June, yeah, June, uh, June to I August. I guess you count May. Technically yeah. May. The end but of it ain't May. happening in May. No, it's not happening in one month. the season is going to be finishing, I would say, in July, no? Probably. Uh, They're still going... I would say probably beginning of July is when it's going to end. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, we all, this is just an anime podcast now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Batman and anime is what we fucking oh, anime news man. weekly. Although that would not be a bad show. Um, anyways. Uh, but I have speaking, too many podcasts. Don't do it. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, speaking of, um, movies still we don't we covered this last time but i guess it's now confirmed but michael keaton has confirmed that he is going to be in the flash yes so uh, you said his this was agent his okay yeah per his agent he is officially um in the movie i know that there was some sort of um scare on whether he would be able to do it or not just because keaton is older than he was when he made the first Batman movie. Oh, that's, 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 that's not new. And because of that, he wants to be safe. Um, He is in the threshold of the age where, you know, COVID could be a very serious thing if he gets it. So he just wanted to be safe. He's in England. He just wanted to be like, Hey, when are we doing this? Are we not doing this? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, But his agent has confirmed that he is going to be a part of the flash movie nice nice um yeah which what which would have still been a very odd because i forgot that they promoted this but they promoted that photo of them of the old batman and the flash at fandom, at fandom. yeah which we but, haven't heard any news about getting fandom this year which yeah which is, is very interesting but at the same time too um i saw in one of the articles that they said affleck is still a part of this yeah, and we talked about this briefly uh, last episode. It it's it's still very odd. Like yeah. uh, a friend of mine posted, you know, this is all the plans, or not all the plans. Like these are, you know, the keynotes for every uh, studio, and they're like, oh, Netflix is uh, doing this, Sony is doing this, Disney is doing this. What is Warner Media doing? And yeah. it's kind of like crickets. Or literally 
like so much shit you can't even fucking like keep up with because they're literally just throwing shit at the wall. And I just wish there was some clear cut like, hey, this is what we're doing, because as of right now, it does feel like they're just throwing shit at the wall. Yeah. I I mean, I will say that I think the flash is the reboot spot and then we'll probably have a clearer picture after we see this movie. Well, we we did say that, you know, there was a lot of rumors that like, hey, this will be the legitimate flashpoint that changes everything. But we got that news that Aquaman 2 is still a go and they're doing a lot of uh, casting for it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it'll be more of the reboot that you don't like, which is like, hey, everybody gets a changed face and everything is just going to act like it's normal. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to get rid of Momoa and Gal. Like, there's no point. I mean, they do really well. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see the real, like, the real, I guess, uh, box office of Wonder Woman. Granted, I don't think it would have done as well as the first one. Um, I don't think so either. Because, like, I think it had really good moments. We had this discussion, well, very briefly on the podcast, but I just don't think it had that, uh, you know, fucking No Man's Land scene. Like, yeah. it had good scenes, some cringy scenes, too, and I just don't think it had... I feel like I went to go see Wonder Woman three or four times, and every time I saw that scene, it was because I wanted to see that scene again. Yeah. Like, it was just amazing. Now, and did, how um, I've only seen Wonder Woman it, once. How weird is it going to be that, like, Flashpoint is only going to change our Superman and Batman? Yeah, well, I mean... Like, that is going to be such, like, a, like very obvious hey wb doesn't like these two people so we're gonna change them but we're gonna find an excuse like flashpoint to do it like, yeah well unfortunately one bowed out and if we want to believe the the you know tabloids or whatever one wants way too much money so like you know again i don't the money thing is crazy like you think i i think you you would just get paid but i will say if WB was trying to play hardball and we're like, we don't want to pay you that much, what is Cavill doing besides Witcher? Besides Witcher, I'm not entirely sure. Um, Which I'm very surprised he wouldn't have a lot of stuff lined up. Because he's not is, a bad actor. The guy is a superstar. I yeah. don't care what anybody says. Um, there has been a lot of people wanting him to be the next Wolverine. Yeah, um, that would be crazy. A lot of people have said that he should be Hercules in the Marvel universe. He looks exactly like him when he has his like his full beard and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he should go for Bond. He should try to do as much as he can. He is a legitimate superstar, and I don't know why WB is just like, eh, we can get somebody else because yeah. nobody has that presence like Cavill does in that suit. For sure, and I agree with that. If I was Marvel and I saw and like let's say DC does reboot everything and like they recast everybody, right? Like they just go forward and cast everybody, they should automatically do a movie with those Justice League knockoff characters and just cast everybody from the DC universe. There's been people who have said that. Mm-hmm. But they were like, it would be way too on the nose. Way too on the nose. Why would Marvel care, though? Like, it wouldn't fucking matter. <laughs> they literally made Civil War because of BVS. Like, yeah. yeah. So, 
you know the only thing that i i would say you couldn't technically do i mean unless well the, the reason why I, so the batman in mm-hmm. the squadron supreme which is the knockoff of justice league in uh the marvel universe um the batman character is actually black so just trade ray fisher in for that character and boom That'd be interesting yeah there you go yeah well is he black in that one is that what they just do in every other knockoff version they just make batman black <laughs> because like they did it in the knockoff version of invincible you know what i mean yeah because he's also uh, black. Darkwing. Yeah, I mean, I this thing isn't black and white, but I made somebody, I saw somebody talking about uh, my hero Vigilante, and the Batman character of that is he's dark skinned, isn't he? I don't know if he's black. Um, I don't think he's white. Because they said, they were like, this is the Batman to All Might Superman. Oh. So, um, I haven't ooh. read the. Uh, the I'm, the guy on the cover, the guy with the bandana over his face. Oh, him! Not yeah. uh, uh, knuckle. Uh, it's something knuckle. Something. I haven't read it all. Uh, he, he is very. He is not All Might's Batman. He's not. Um, no. He 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 is very much like if you were to put in a weird way, I would say, like because. When comparing him to Batman, the mm-hmm. only thing is that he's a vigilante. Like, he's oh, yeah. not mantled a superhero. Yeah. Um, he's as gritty as, like, a Wolverine. Like, that's okay. who he is. He's Logan. So mm-hmm. not with the suit and everything, but he's Logan. Yeah. Think of him that way. That's interesting. Um, yeah, so, yes, we always get on anime nowadays. Um, but, uh, speaking of anim- the animated universe for DC, you mentioned something that they're bringing back. Is it in, in a comic or something? I have is, nothing, I don't know about this, so. It is going to be a comic. It's actually going to be a DC digital first comic. Mm-hmm. And it is, um, the, uh, the return of the DC animated universe. Mm-hmm. Just the one they just got destroyed or whatever. No, I no, didn't no. Watch the movie. no, no, no. The original from two thousands, like one, unlimited. Like, yes, unlimited. Oh, okay, nice. Yes, uh, the DC animated universe Justice League Unlimited is continuing, just like how Batman Adventures continued. So is Justice League, and it's going to be called Justice League Infinity. This nice. is going to be written. I by... hope this is the precursor to them announcing the series coming back because that's what they did with batman because we haven't talked about it in a while but let's not forget they're bringing back batman the animated series they are bringing back batman the animated series um well was it or was it just a rumor they did they confirm it because i never saw it confirmed i could have sworn that was confirmed uh you can talk about it I'll, i'll look it up i thought it was just a rumor but the writer is uh for the uh justice league in uh infinite or infinity I think it's called, yeah, Justice League Infinity. Uh, D, like I said, DC Digital First. Uh, J.M. Dematis, if you mm-hmm. don't recognize that name, um, he is a very, very large um, and famous DC writer. Um, he wrote a lot of great series, um, such as Speeding Bullets. If anybody recognizes the title Speeding Bullets, what that is, it's a Superman story if he landed in Gotham and Bruce was never born. 
Um, yeah, yeah. He, he takes the mantle of Batman. Um, Lex Luthor is actually Joker. It, and it, it's it's Batman with Kryptonian superpowers. And it is amazing. Yeah. He has uh, written stuff uh, like Spider-Man, a lot of Batman stuff, um, Justice League Dark, a whole bunch. A really, really great writer. Um, a little bit of a tease. Not everybody knows about it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm actually going to be interviewing him over this series um, nice. late next month. So For a world podcast. Uh, it's going to be World's Finest True Believers. We're going to go, uh, me and my co-host there, um, we have this uh, creator spotlight. Uh, and recently we've done one like for once every month. So it, mm-hmm. it works out pretty well. Um, it's going to be the end of May. So go check that out. It's going to be really, really fun. Nice. Um, so looking up this thing, uh, it is reported as a rumor. Um, I'm reading it from the Nerdist who says via Batman News uh, reported that it is coming back for HBO Max. And it said that this came from Kevin Smith's podcast, Fat Man Beyond, where the writer, director, and the eternal Batman fan confirmed that his own reliable sources have told him the very same thing. So Kevin Smith is usually pretty accurate with these kind of things. He has inside info. He was the one that said a long time ago, he was like, when you find out the villain from fucking Suicide Squad, you're going to shit yourself. Which, if Starro is the main villain, yeah, totally. Yeah. So um, he is pretty reliable. Uh, he also, I want to say, they reported on Black Batman a long time ago as well. So oh, that's true. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah, so not confirmed, but you know, it is there. Uh, and the last bit of news we have, like we said, it's a short, short week for us. Y'all. Um, Clay sent this to me, and when you sent this to me, I could not believe like this hasn't been done before. But they are doing a Suicide Squad comic in black label and it's called suicide squad joker right it's yeah it's it's called uh get joker it's suicide squad get joker the suicide squad's mission is to take out the joker yeah it's about goddamn time Uh, yeah i'm so surprised by this like you would think that would be one of the most easiest comics to write Uh, granted again we've been i've been saying that red hood should be a part of this team but it's so um, crazy. Speaking of, he is not on the team. DC's new three-issue oversized Prestige Plus Suicide Squad series pitting Red Hood, Harley Quinn, Firefly, and more DC most villainous criminals against the Joker. Brian Azzarello, are you stealing my freaking ideas on this podcast? Does he <laughs> listen to Batman News Weekly? Oh my god. Wow. One, and the uh the second uh preview page shows Red Hood. Straight huh. up. But is he a part of the Suicide Squad? Because I said he should be a part of the Suicide Squad. Or is this gonna be one of those things where the Suicide Squad is there and they're like, hey, they uh, may they Red may Hood. be recruiting him because yeah, I am that looking doesn't at count. I am looking opinion. at the photo right now from what looks like the new roster. Mm-hmm. Of the Suicide Squad, and I do not recognize any of these characters. I think That's the great, only because that means some of them might die. And the only one I recognize is um, 
what was that character from uh, Arrow that debuted and he had the dog on his shirt? Oh, Watchdog? Is that uh, what it was? Yeah, dog something. The Latino guy? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking hated that guy. I think um, I think it's Watchdog. I think... Mad Dog? Mad, was it Mad Dog? It might oh, be. no. Here, hold on. He sucked. I hated his decision making. Like, I was like, man, why you gotta give the one Latino person... I, you got, why you gotta make me hate him? Um, I think it was Mad Dog. To be honest, I could be wrong though. But uh, so he's on the team. It the looks last time like I saw it, him he, in a but comic, he looks white. Oh god, they're already taking away our only one of our only characters. Unless he <laughs> was never a Latino, because then I don't know. Honestly, I never knew about that character before Arrow. Um, yeah, I think Mad Dog was a completely different character. That you're really, thinking. they had the same the same costume though. So the last time I've seen the character that was on Arrow was in um, that series that Gerard Way was writing, the Doom Patrol. So he was like on a po- I have a poster with him like on top of an ice cream truck with the Doom Patrol. Why he's a part of the Doom Patrol, I have no idea. But oh. yeah, so anyways. Um, so confirm that uh, DC listens to our podcast. Shout out DC, give us jobs. Um, but... <laughs> Like, yeah, it's going to be an interesting concept. I love Azarello. Uh, I will say I didn't like the Birds of Prey, but I'm very surprised. Also, Azarello is taking jobs from DC still when it seems like they just fuck him over all the time. Yeah, I'm very interested. They must pay him bank, though. They they must. And, you know, I'm I'm very interested to, to know. Of course, we will never know. Um, But, I mean... Because who, who, it, well, not Azarello, it was um, Bermejo is the one that is kind of like okay with mouthing off and like telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, an artist can always find work. You yeah, know what I mean? Especially him. Yeah. Um, I'm just interested in how these conversations go. They'll be like, hey, we want to hire you. I know we fucked you over before, but mm-hmm. we'll give you this much money as long as you don't write in boobies. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, I wonder if that's like he probably only respects like a few people at DC. Like, if it's like Jim Lee, he's like, Jim, what the fuck? He's like, dude, we have a whole new executive team now, like, blah 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 blah. You know, um, very curious on how that goes. I'd be very surprised, but again, like, who's because Azarello has worked in the indies for a while too, so the DC stuff is probably his like big payday stuff. So he's probably like, let me just fucking do this, blah, blah, blah. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, the small little summary for this book, is says, uh, when Task Force X Amanda Waller sets her sights on Batman's greatest foe, she enlists the Dark Knight's former partner, Jason Todd, to track down the clown Prince of Crime, Prince of Crime mm-hmm. and put an end to his mad reign of terror. Yeah, so it's a recruitment thing. See, I would want it to be where he has the fucking bomb in his head. Like, that's more intense. You know what I mean? Where I don't think it's going to happen with this, where Jason's probably going to be able to knock off a little bit. Yeah, and this is, you know, this is one of the shorter series. It's going to be only three issues. But, I mean, that didn't stop freaking Stepan Sajic from making these things 90 pages each, you know? So who knows? That's true. I mean, that Birds of Prey was like 90 pages, right? And it ended in that one shot. Which still was should have continued like it was open-ended at the very end um 
because it was what didn't it end with Harley almost getting shot and no, the no, Joker was, like laughs at her. It was her pulling the gun, and it was like we never saw whether it was a flag or a real gun. Oh, uh, huh. That's what it was. Yeah. What's up? Like, I will say, really, another Joker story, <laughs> but they. I've I've had these conversations with with several other people, you know, because mm-hmm. it it was very funny the timing of this uh this announcement because I had told them we haven't really heard anything from Black Label. Yeah, like, it has been a long time since they since they've given the green light to a new series. Yeah, so I legitimately thought, man, I guess Black Label is done. You know, we're not going to yeah. see them again. Um, and a lot of people like have said, you know, black label has turned into this thing where it's just like, Hey, what are our dark Batman stories that we can just like tell? Yeah. And it's pretty much because I don't think the question, um, the, the recent one that was, uh, what is it called? It's called the question, the many lives of, of Vic Sage or whatever. Um, I don't think it sold, it sold that well. Now it was Jeff, (laughs) it was Jeff Lemire. And, you know, he's a great writer, but it's not Batman. And I yeah. hate that about Batman. I, I love Batman as a character. A Superman story, has it? Or like uh, a black people? Well, what's his name, right? It, it yeah. was Frank Miller. Year <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a friend of mine is actually reading through all the Black Label stuff right now. And oh. he just told me, he's like, hey, I just read Batman year one. And all okay. I said was, I'm sorry. Yeah. Superman year one. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's yeah, it should just be DC Batman label yeah. going forward. Um yeah, it's unfortunate. But you know, uh will we read it? Fucking course. I will read anything Azarello writes. Yep. He's a fantastic writer. Um but who's the artist? I didn't uh somebody the know artist or? is Alex Maleev. Recently people may know him from um Brian Mar- Brian Michael Bendis's uh what was it that he just did with all the greatest detectives or whatever? I can't remember what it was. Oh, um, um, fucking uh, serpent something or fucking, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't whatever. remember. It, it wasn't important. That's a terrible. A terrible event. Yeah. Um, um, but he Ooh, did, I didn't like that art, though. He did work with a lot of people on Jessica Jones and Daredevil and Marvel. Wait, which Jessica Jones? The Brian Michael Bendis one? Because that was good. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So maybe. Uh, I don't know. Jessica Mal- Jones on the Max series was good. That was one of Brian Michael Bendis's good works of art. In in the preview pages, because I don't know who the colorist is, to be completely mm-hmm. honest, but at first glance, I thought this was another um, freaking... Who, who did White Knight again? Uh, oh, uh, Murphy? I thought it was Murphy's art, but that was basically just because of the uh, the colors. Now, I will say Maleev did like this weird watercolor touch to mm-hmm. whatever Brian Michael Bendis was doing at DC. Yeah, this does not have that look at okay. all. This looks clean. This looks okay. drawn. So um, I think I'm I think I'm going to enjoy this one. Nice. All right. Well, we'll definitely be covering that when it comes out. But that's all the news we got for you this week, ladies and gentlemen. We are gonna we have three Batman books to cover, which two of them surprisingly good, and one has some good stories. 
But I want to talk about this that I texted Clay yesterday when I read all of these books. And I have found a writer worse than James Tynan. Hold on. Hold on. Now, have you not read this? Because I think you're ahead of the game, bud. Am I? Today is the 25th. You're about to talk about books that are coming out next week. Really? Then I read nothing for this week. This week was the books of April 20th. The two books that we were going to talk about are Catwoman and Nightwing. Oh, we only have two books? We only have two books this week. I knew you were going to say that. So I was like, wait, don't ruin books (laughs) two days before um, or technically a day before. um, Yeah. Because we Damn. will probably be posting this. Well, that's tomorrow. a teaser for next week. We there is a writer worse than uh, Tynan. James Tynan, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. We, we will definitely talk about it. That yeah. gives me a little bit more time to read those. Thank goodness. I was like, whew. Um, I am I, not finding these in our in our stuff right now. Oh wait, yeah. I just found them. Thirty and Nightwing. Okay, so Clay is going to take the lead on these. I am going to skim through them, which yeah. kind of sucks because Catwoman has been really good. Catwoman has been really good. I will say it did set me back a little bit just because it has been a while since we've read a Catwoman book. Um, I don't believe either I accidentally skipped over 29 Mm -hmm. or 29 was before Future State. 29 was good. Um, I think there was another... I think there was another instance where she was about to get killed and that dude killed somebody again. Okay. So, so I, I must have missed 29. Okay. Uh, but before we jump to Catwoman, I want to jump to Nightwing. Okay. I'm just going to have to skim this. I did not want This has been a breath of fresh air. Taylor, Tom Taylor on Nightwing is probably has probably been the best thing to happen in Nightwing in Almost 10 years, I would say. Um, Now, I love Kyle Higgins. Kyle Higgins on New 52 Nightwing was great. I never read Grayson. So Tom King and them, I'll have to check it out later. But Grayson was good. Redondo and Taylor on this book has been amazing. Redondo, of course, this whole team was once on Injustice. Redundo's art style has definitely evolved since then. It looks so much better now. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, like, this is coming back to just like how you were talking about how uh, Catwoman is going back to the Brewbreaker days. Yeah. This is definitely going back to the Peter Tomasi Brewbreaker days of Nightwing mm-hmm. uh, in the sense of like, Nightwing is really taking charge in Bloodhaven and he's starting to really like stay focused on his city. His mind isn't elsewhere, you know, and, you know, one of the biggest things now is he's a billionaire. Oh, because of Alfred, right? Because of Alfred. Alfred left him a whole lump sum of cash. Don't worry, James Tynan's going to take it right away. (laughs) It's really cool because there's this instance where uh, they're going to go eat. And Barbara's like, okay, well, what are we going to go eat? And he's like, oh, well, I I know a place. And there's like this little pizza uh, place at the the corner of whatever. 
And he's like, I'll take two slices, you know, one one for each. And Barbara looks at him and says, you're a billionaire now. He's like, oh, that's right. I'll take four pieces of pizza. (laughs) (laughs) And um, they see these homeless people, uh, a father and son. He gives them a slice. He's like, hey, you know what? Better yet, get anybody you know that is, you know, you know, sleeping on the streets and needs a warm meal. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, they go back to the pizza uh, place and it's jam packed outside and he's buying everybody pizza. Um, and it's just very heartwarming. He's just, you know, he, he's, you know, the, the biggest argument that we kind of roll our eyes at is, oh, this is stuff that Bruce could be doing for Gotham, but he doesn't like to do that stuff. He just likes to fight people with mental problems, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like, no, it's just like this opportunity that Nightwing has, that that Dick has, is this is who he is as yeah. a hero compared to who Bruce is as a hero. Bruce yeah. uses his money or used his money at some point to change Gotham. Dick Grayson finally has that opportunity. Yeah. So he's going to do it in the way he thinks is best, going straight to the people. And he actually gets mugged. Somebody, one of the homeless uh, kids steals Mm -hmm. his wallet. And we find out uh, Taylor has now made it canon that all of the Bat family, um, all of the kids of the Bat family are in a group chat. And Barbara's like making fun of Nightwing and making fun of Dick. Like Mm -hmm. "Ah, he lost his wallet. Can't believe, you know, some, some kid stole his wallet, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, Apparently Cass has a lot to say about it, but we don't know what it is. They're just laughing about it. And there's a hooded figure in the shadows that we can clearly see is going to be a part of this arc. Mm -hmm. Um, And he steals the heart of the homeless guy that we met in the beginning of the issue yeah, with like this weird gun. Like it just like goes straight into his chest, steals his heart and it like holds the heart in like a bottom glass canister um, within the gun. But the whole issue is him trying to find his wallet finds out that the same kids who stole his wallet are about to mess with people who basically run the city. Mm -hmm. And Nightwing knows this. He's like, well, we got to make sure we the kids are safe. And because they they do, they they actually pickpocket these guys. They're running after them with guns. Barbara's like, oh, well, I'm going to call the cops. And Nightwing straight up says, like, don't even bother. These people are the kind of people that will not even stay. Well, they won't even get booked. They will see the police officers will see who they are and they won't even arrest them. And Barbara's like, well, that's not who I am. I'm still going to call. Yeah. Well, Nightwing is able to, you know, disarm these guys, get to the kids, and he sees that these kids are like a group of ragtag homeless kids, almost like the kids in Catwoman, you know, Mm -hmm. that are just like living on the streets. And he says, hey, you know what? Don't even bother. Keep whatever is in the wallet. And he's like, that's just the way Bloodhaven is, but I'm going to make sure to make things better. Yeah. Now, here we find out that the people that they were pickpocketing from, they were guarding the woman that we met in the earlier issue 
in 69, mm-hmm. which is uh, uh, Zuko's daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is now going to be running Bloodhaven yeah. as mayor. So it's all connected. And sooner or later, they are going to clash. So I'm very, very excited about that. Um, but, you know, the the conversation does come forward with Barbara. Like, she's very upset that the police officers didn't end up doing anything. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's just the way it is. And it's very much like you're starting to see the similarities to what Bruce and Dick have yeah. with their cities. Dick knows Bloodhaven and he's going to say, hey, I may not be able to get around, you know, the huge block of crime that goes around and, you know, the the dirty cops or whatever, but I can make it better in a different way. And he just reiterates that to Barbara. And uh, we do see again the individual who did get his heart taken out um, and it says next heartless. So. Um, really good run so far every issue has sold out under tom taylor um they're all getting second printings so i'm really excited about it and like recently i don't know if you heard this tom taylor is going to be the um the head writer of uh, superman coming in may or sorry in june but it's john though isn't it it is john yeah yeah. So that's not necessarily because they're not going to just stop doing Superman with Clark, are they? Uh, so Superman is going to be John, while action is going to be Clark. Weird. Yeah. That would be like if Detective. Well, technically, that we just had that happen in Future State with the mm-hmm. Black Batman being. Does anybody give a fuck about him? Again, he should be in Batman stories now. I recently, I didn't know this, but my Comixology account accidentally canceled my uh, my subscription to the next Batman. I had to rebuy them again. Oh, really? Um, but that is like seven issues in, eight issues in. So it's going to be a maxi series, not a mini series. Oh. So it's going to go all the way to 12 issues. So yeah. Scooby-Doo's going all the way to 12 issues. Yeah, I have the first three issues. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I didn't know it was that far already. Uh, uh, I think I have three issues. If not, I only have two. But I went I ahead and bought it. them. Yeah, I just skimmed it. Uh, it I mean, it, it it looks cheesy, you know. But it, I mean, it's, it's the way it should be. Did you ever watch those the Scooby Doo Batman yeah. crossovers? Yeah, they're like, weird. They are weird, but it's like it's it's the type of I feel like it's the kind of cheesiness that came out of like the Super Friends, and I yeah. like. That is the cheese to us. Like nobody's really going to understand that kind of level of cheese. I I think they should do what they're doing now, but they should give us a la what Tom King did with Porky Pig, and we should get a mystery, you know, machine. Oh, I would love that. Like realism, you know, in in Batman's universe. If if you if you honestly do what Tom King did with the Looney Tunes characters, but also. Um, I can't remember who wrote it, but Scooby-Doo was like The Walking Dead for like a good 20-something issues. Yeah, I remember that being really popular. If you do that within the actual DC universe, let's fucking go. Yeah, because like, you, you could have them be a group of college kids that just do shit on their, you know, maybe their private eyes or something, yeah. you know? And like, yeah, of course, Shaggy's a stoner, but he has a loyal dog that fucking helps out the group. 
it was funny. I saw a TikTok saying like, why isn't, I don't, I don't think you sent this to me. I might've just saw this on my own, but um, it was like, why, why somebody was like, why the hell isn't Shaggy a part? Why is Shaggy even a part of the group? He doesn't do shit. He just eats sandwiches. And somebody like cut in there like, what the hell do you mean? He was all like, why do you think everybody wants to hang out with Shaggy? Because he's got a big ass dog. He was all look at Scooby and he they show Scooby's like up to like sitting down Scooby's up to Shaggy's shoulder. He was like Shaggy's like six four and fucking Scooby's as tall as his shoulder. And then they, this guy goes outside. He was like, I'm six two and look at my car and his car's up to his shoulder. He was like, that's Scooby sitting down. He was like, why do you think they can unmask all of these people, man? It's because they got a big ass dog with them. Like it's fucking hilarious, dude. Oh man, like, I love when people go that in depth with fucking crazy cartoons. I would love for Scooby Doo to be in the DC universe. That yeah. would be awesome. Just have it as a, even an Easter egg in the back of the comic, or like just just give it to Tom King. Be like, hey, we want to write a Scooby Doo. Can you do what you did with Porky? He want a fucking Eisner for that thing. Like, yeah. just let him do that. He'll probably give us like a badass six issue story out of it, knowing him. So, but you know, uh, he's. I feel like he's got fucking like 10 projects on deck already <laughs> um because i think with supergirl starts pretty soon doesn't it yes it is going to start i think next month yeah uh which that's an interesting it seemed it, he's even said it he was like it's very much like up in the sky but this was interesting because instead of trying to find a little girl like superman was she's chasing a murderer through space on like a galactic bus or some shit, which sounded yeah. interesting. So, yeah, you know, it sounds zany, but fucking knowing Tom King, it's going to be something ridiculous. Uh, all right. So what uh, what's going on with Catwoman? Catwoman, like I said, I was a little confused because I did miss 29, but it's ultimately, you know, almost where I left off with issue 28 in the sense Catwoman is still trying to find Ivy um this um what is his name father I, oh yeah the bad guy i forget his name the, the assassin um yeah. he is he has a little bit of a confrontation with uh penguin uh valley father valley mm -hmm. does have a confrontation with penguin here um and basically they get some leads from the riddler apparently father valley almost killed the riddler and catwoman decided to save him yeah, so if I remember correctly, because it has been a while, in 29, I think there was like a new villain chick or something like that that went to, I think, kill the Riddler or do something like that. And Catwoman was there, ends up saving the Riddler. And uh, I think that chick tried to kill, I think like I think she cut Riddler's throat or something like that, or he got wounded pretty bad. Uh, and, it was in his gut. I don't know if he okay, got shot yeah. or something, but he... Yeah, something like that. She reminded me, uh, she was like a tech a tech based villain, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So she, um, I don't know if she could go invisible or what the case was. It did automatically remind me of the villain from, um, Ant-Man, uh, the second one. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. kind of like that, but it could be very different. I'm just, that's how I remember it. And, uh, yeah, I think that she was, I think she had Catwoman and Riddler like dead to rights pretty much. And then Valley showed up again and saved her because nice. if nobody remembers, like when he first showed up, he sniped somebody and was basically saying, I'm going to be the one to kill you. Nobody yeah, else is and, going to kill and, and he does state that again. Like, mm -hmm. he, he does tell Penguin, like, nobody's going to be messing with Catwoman mm -hmm. unless it's me. Um, and in this instance, you know, Catwoman is getting information from Riddler. 
Um, she actually like harshly interrogates him by squeezing his wound to where like the blood is gushing out of the uh, the bandages. Oh. And she's like, you better not be freaking lying to me. He's like, I'm not, I'm not. And she kind of feels like she is in over her head and she's talking to, um, I think his name is Joey. Yeah. And he's like, well, hey, there's the big guy in Gotham. If you ever want to like ask for his help. And she said, no, like we've made a promise to go our separate ways for now. Um, mm-hmm. And so I have to do this on my own. So referencing the Batman book before the uh, the change from Future State and in uh, Inf- Infinite Frontier or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, Ram V did say that they did have conversations but it's just these subtle things that we keep getting. It's the exact same thing of, oh, we're 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 taking time apart. We're taking time apart. Oh, we're we're not working together, you know? Yeah. So you can say that they've talked and that they're gonna connect this stuff, but yeah. it's on the same little thing, and so it's not really connected. Perfect. Um, I think this is I, I think ultimately that device was really there to say, hey, this is the way we're gonna keep these two books separate and not keep Catwoman and Batman together. Like, I honestly think that's just what it is. Um, Catwoman is still good right now. Um, I don't think Batman would necessarily weigh down this title whatsoever, Mm -hmm. but I am glad that she is able to be like, hey, I'm going to do this on my own. Yeah, no, I think the character should always stand on their own. And it's unfortunate because, you know, Joelle Jones's run could have been great had they actually tied it up with Tom King's and they kind of just did whatever. I still don't like that Ram V kind of just had her throw away the dress that kind of annoyed me because he did that in that 80th anniversary or whatever. Um, But no, I mean, he's been killing this run. Like again, it reminds me of the Brubaker and uh, Pfeiffer run, which was amazing minus non bruise baby daddy. Like everything else was fucking phenomenal about that run. Like, I think I read more Catwoman comics on DC Infinite now or whatever the hell it's called than I've read in my life. Like, although I did read all the new 52 runs, so I don't know how long that necessarily went. Was it actually 52 issues? Um, um, I don't think it reached 52. Yeah, anyway, so I read all of that, but that was also when, like, I really liked the drawing, but I'm also a degenerate because, uh, what is his name? Gilliam or whatever was drawing that. And yeah. I like the way he draws Catwoman. But um, yeah, so I don't know, like, I I'm really enjoying this. The whole year thing does just seem kind of weird. Like, at least I just don't see them not talking for a whole year. Yeah. And and I feel like it was such a big deal. Like, guys, you cannot tell me that you don't want Batman and Catwoman together because everybody was fucking pissed off when it didn't happen. Yeah. So to just prolong it and be like, ah, this is okay. Like, yeah. I just feel that's really stupid. Yeah. And we, when we covered it with Batcat number one, we were like, what is everybody saying on the internet right now? Finally, we're getting good Batman again. Yeah. Like, you know, it was there. Again, you can go to the thirsty Catwoman subreddit and everybody will be like, oh, I'm so glad, like Batcat, this and that, that and that. Because everybody was like, I started collecting comics because of Tom King. Like, and what did Tom King do? He brought Batman and Catwoman together. 
Like yeah. people love this shit. And I don't understand why Tynan is like, oh, I, I guess I just can't. Because even if you were trying to sell a bunch of merchandise, because it's just what it seems like the Scott Snyder family MO there, um, you could just have all these new characters that Catwoman could fight alongside with Batman. Like, you know what I mean? You could have like really cool characters. You could do like a mime and a marionette, but just make up some new characters. Like Molly, Miracle Molly, right? Uh, fucking make her a, a male counterpart that fights Batman. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand it. But then again, I would have to go, because I would say Tynan is better at writing relationships than Snyder is. Because yes. we came to that realization on this podcast that Scott Snyder does not know how to write relationships. He just knows how to write cool moments. Um, but Tynan, the what he did in his detective run, I think is still one of his best runs. And um, what's happening on Batman, I have no idea. And again, I don't know if that's, you know, Daddy Snyder was like, uh, split them up. You're not going to be able to do a lot with that. Just split them up. Um, yeah. And I'll just never really understand that. So, you know, that kind of sucks. But I'm glad that Nightwing and Catwoman are definitely readable nowadays. Yeah. Because they, you know, you know we had such a long stretch for Nightwing mm -hmm. that it was just horrible. And I'm not going to put the blame on Tom King because anybody could have just taken what he did yeah. and make a story out of it. And well, they didn't do easy story to tell, too. And they didn't do anything with it yeah. yet it like, got so weird the amnesia okay like you can make it worth it but like making it this new thing just because your your freaking editor or the the head or not even the head one of the co-publishers of yeah. dc doesn't like the name dick yeah like i'm sorry it's etched in stone basically for dc comics that his name is dick grayson yeah you you want to change it then you should have been writing dc back then yeah at the same time it's etched into history with richard nixon like yeah you know what i mean like you just you're not going to get away with that um but yeah it's because like the thing is that issue when we read that in tom king's run we were like what the fuck and then i was like okay it made me start buying nightwing because I was just like, I'm interested to see where the fuck this is going to go. And it got so weird with crystals and all of this weird shit. And yeah. like these new Nightwings that never die. And I was just like, how do you fuck this up? They like, these are brand new characters. One of them should have died. The brother of the, yeah. of the two that were siblings should have fucked. Like he became the meme of that group. Yeah. It oh, was yeah. horrible. Yeah. No, I mean, if arguably, if you wanted to build again, this is missed opportunities, DC. If you wanted to build up a new character of color, you could have had three of those four Nightwings die and have the black guy survive and him the be a new character. In... He, he seemed like pretty badass. And oh, like yeah, he was dude. the only one to, shit? to like, the end. He, well, he had the axe just yeah. like a firefighter does to the end, like to the point where when freaking nightwing was back yeah he was the only one that was active yeah he could still be in this comic granted i'm pretty sure taylor's like i don't want to touch that run that just happened but yeah still like you could have these are the opportunities where like people are like oh we don't want black batman but it's unfortunate that dc isn't being like hey this character let's make some more of him 
You know yeah. what I mean? Instead of just shoehorning in Tom Fox or Tim, what is his name? Tim Fox or whatever yeah. the fuck, you know, like Jace. had opportunities. Yeah. Like you've had opportunities and they just don't run with them. Now yeah. we're getting fucking homeboy ghost maker that can solve mysteries while he fucks and apparently has a great rogue gallery. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, I just really hope we're not covering this for four more years. Like he's like, I got a plan for four years. Oh God. At least, <laughs> at least hopefully Tom Taylor stays on Nightwing and Ramby stays on Catwoman at least. Yeah, and I mean, there was there was you know people were have were having their complaints about Superman, the Superman mm-hmm. title, and they're like, why isn't it going anywhere? It's been three issues and like nothing has happened, and it's clear that like, hey, he isn't writing anything important because Tom Taylor is about to jump on the book. Yeah, that needs to start happening with Titan. I'm sorry. Yeah, like he had his what we thought was going to be 15 issues. Yeah, like just. You, you did good for the first five. Like, yeah. they weren't horrible. Like, you should have just, like... That's that's one of the things, like, I understand that, like, hey, you have a contract for this many, and you should fulfill that contract or whatever. Yeah. But, like, end on a high note, dude. Don't beat the dead horse. For sure. And, like, the thing is, is why are you introducing all these other characters when you still haven't even fucking explained Clown Hunter? Like, what yeah. the hell? I thought he was going to be this big player or whatever. You don't even have him in the book anymore. Harley's the second, you know, Harley's the new Catwoman, essentially, in this book. Like, Yeah, she took it, her I, I feel like Clown Hunter is going to jump in when he's not, like, really needed. Like, he, no, like no, as no. far as the story goes along. Like, no, he's you know going to just gonna pop happen? up. He's going to jump in in Joker because Tynan probably listens to this podcast. And he's like, you know, that guy Juice was right. I'm going to take that idea and I'm going to fucking use it in my Joker spinoff book that nobody's reading or at least not reading the last part of it with fucking punchline. I mean, Um, I think most people are just reading it for the fact you kind of saw like the naked woman Bane. Yeah, I mean, but are they going to do are they going to make this a new character or is she going to die? Is she only created to die? Then the Titan doesn't do that. Oh, I I I think she will die. But only because the real Bane is going to be like, no, that's my title. Yeah, probably. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens um, going forward. But yeah, I'm excited to see. Uh, one thing I don't think we covered, um, and it might have came out last podcast. And we didn't talk about it. But uh, the Bat- Batman Catwoman special is going to be set during Christmas. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, and it is going to explore and some people may or may not like this. I have no problem with it, but it's going to show how Selena has kind of been tied to Bruce throughout their whole life because she was an orphan and I think she they're going to have like a thing for orphans at Wayne Manor and it might be Bruce and Selena's first like meeting officially. Hmm. So I think it's going to be interesting. I want to see what they do with that because somebody else did that prior. And I saw some people bitch about it. It was like them meeting like Selena was in a police station and Bruce had did something bad, too. And yeah, they yeah. were like, I we covered that. it here. It might have been in a in a Gotham Knights yeah. issue. Anyways. So, yeah. Um, when are we getting another Batcat? It feels like it's been um, a while. It has been a while. 
Um, we should be getting another bat cat in like two weeks. Okay. But should be number five, I think. Yeah. I finally I, picked up all my books. I had to drop like 80 bucks on all the books I had. <laughs> yeah. It's dude. I hadn't been to this shop since January. Holy crap. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't charge me. Cause like I had called, I had called Rob and I was like, yo, I was like, uh, Hey, can you check my books? And I thought they were going to charge me. But then when I went, I finally went to the shop and I was like, I should have been charged already. They're like, no, you haven't been charged yet. And then Rob showed up and I was talking to him. He was just like, oh yeah. He was like, yeah, man, I told him to hold off that you'd be by. And I was like, oh, okay. I appreciate it, man. But yeah, I had so much shit. Um, I had basically uh, the last two or three Rorschachs. I had, um, cause I buy the A and B cover of Batcat. So I had issues three or two to four, maybe. Jeez. Um, I had a TMNT Ronin issue two, I, although I don't have issue one. So that kind of fucking sucks. And um, there should be a director's cut for number one that came out recently. So oh, maybe recently? Yeah, I'd have to, ch- have to check it out. And then, um, I had the last two, no, maybe just one. It might have been two of um uh the the one that had a, ter- a bad ending that we just covered that was amazing the whole time oh fuck uh so criminal like- sanity there oh criminal sanity okay, yeah, yeah 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 I had that on there uh and then it, it's basically all Tom King shit TMNT and criminal sanity and yeah. I was just like fuck I was like I haven't been here in a while <laughs> so I I do want to say for the ending of Catwoman thirty um there is a very large individual with a huge trench coat and a fedora. Um, he seems to have a lot of information and he knows who Catwoman is. He calls her by her name, Selena Kyle. Mm-hmm. And she says, like, who are you? And he's like, oh, well, you'll get your answers soon enough. Just know that I'm a friend. Yeah. Very tropey. Yeah. So tropey. Like, I almost rolled my eyes. But if he like he gave her a lot of information that will be true and you know inevitably yeah um to the point where she is at this new party where she's gonna be um she's gonna be able to find some more information about ivy Mm -hmm. um and so it ends with her in like this very like sexy outfit black dress and she's like man i'm i'm you know basically she's ready to to steal all this dude's stuff so yeah do you think it's a new character or do you think it's Bruce? It'll be interesting if it's Bruce. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's Bruce, it, then... It would be so weird that she wouldn't know. It would be, and it would be kind of weird because it, it at that point it's stating that Bruce is not staying away from her. Yeah. And not keeping the promise. And he's actually looking over her shoulder and fixing all of her problems, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I, I don't know if I would. I don't yeah. know if I would like that, because if the rule for bringing in a top tier superhero to another book, I feel should either be a spotlight, like "Hey, look at me," mm-hmm. or it should be to prop the title character up. Yeah, it should never be there to be like, "Hey, I fixed all your problems." Okay, peace out. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, so I would hate it to be Bruce. I do not want it to be the blonde cop guy because oh, I swear to God, if they start doing a romance here, I'm going to be pissed because it's just like, again, 
they are taking a break for a reason. They are still technically married in each other's eyes. So do not make Selena out to be like this trampy character. Granted, I know some people might hate that word, but it's just easiest thing to say right now. And also, I feel like that undermines the character of saying like, oh, yeah, she's so sexually active that she can't control herself. Hey, I will say, if you look through this book, she is showing a lot of cleavage a lot of the time. Yeah, that's um, how she gets her answers, though. We've always known that about well, Selena. Like, the, like, even when she's like interrogating Riddler, she's mm-hmm. Selena Kyle. She's not Catwoman. And like her her shirt underneath it, like it shows boob. It's all boob. And then like there's a silhouette uh, page. There's a lot of side she, boob action going on in this comic. Yeah, there's a there's a silhouette uh, page where she's getting dressed. She's fully naked, but like her arms are covering her boobs and everything. I'm just like, yeah, man, they really just want to like draw Selena naked. And then yeah. the last page, like holy crap, that dress. Yeah. Yeah, no, it looks, uh, I mean, I I think the art fits so well with the storytelling, though. Like, it's really good. Yes. And, um, yeah, I would love to, this might be, I might collect this Catwoman run in trade when it's done. Because it's actually, the covers are really good, though, too, though. Oh, yeah. They they have, uh, like, I can't remember her name. Uh, I don't know if this was the one I saw it on on Twitter and I was like, oh, I, if this is the next one, I might go pick it up at the shop. No, so Jenny, there's a Jenny, Jenny Friesen. Uh, she did a lot of the, uh, the Wonder Woman. Yeah, she did all yeah. of the Wonder Woman B covers and Rebirth. Yeah. So the next I think the next issue I, I'd have to verify it. But it's like this amazing one where Catwoman is back to back with Ivy and it like her hair is kind of covering Selena's head and it looks like Selena has red hair almost. It looks pretty fucking awesome. And nice. I was just like, fuck. I was like, I don't want to start buying that series, but I will say DC knows how to do B covers. Like they're always good. And I'm just oh like, yeah. Ah. And there are people out there that are just like super appreciative of art. Yeah. And will buy things just for the covers. And yeah. that is that is how you get your up pricings of random covers, man. Yeah. Um, I, I would I, buy them if I had excess cash. There's, I don't. There's a new up and coming. Or I say new, but she's been in the industry for a while. I can't remember her name. Um, I think it's a Japanese artist that paints in watercolor. Mm. Um, she did a Harley Quinn issue number two cover that is already twelve hundred dollars god damn yeah um i would love to see them bring in an anime artist to do b covers on something just anything i would honestly i would i would get just because they fucking save japan Mm -hmm. get uh the artist from demon slayer and just have them do a random cover for b cover just i would love to see that that crossover you know what i mean um, just yeah. bring in some of those artists because you could be giving them a good, hopefully a good payday. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it would be really nice and be like, oh yeah, let's get some crossover there because then, yeah, you're bringing in people that may be collecting the manga for Demon Slayer and be like, oh wow, this artist that I really love is doing comic book stuff. Like, let me go do that. Um, so I'd be very interested to see where that is. I almost picked up Demon Slayer number one, by the way. I'm surprised nice. I found it. I um, have, uh, I have, the first three volumes of Demon Slayer. 
Nice. Yeah, I had saw it and I was like, all right, because I'm I don't want to be I'm not going to buy manga the way I bought comics. Like, I'm just not going to do it. It's one very spacious and two expensive. Um, Viz Media has already announced the box set for um, for Demon Slayer. So is it over the series? Oh, yeah, it's it's over. It's done. Yeah. How many how many chapters? Two hundred and five. Fuck. See, I have one. This is one book. And there's like hundreds of like just books. And I'm just like, yeah. no, I can't do it, dude. Like this, uh, it would take up I, that whole shelf back there. I think, uh, let's see how many volumes. I, I know one went for sale yeah. just recently. The, I didn't, the latest I, one. Yeah, I didn't buy Demon Slayer number one just because like I'm buying number ones of various things that I've watched. And I'm like, I want to read these issues number ones because I want to see what these like critically acclaimed mangas and animes have in their number ones and i want to try to emulate that when i write my number one so i bought a bunch of series i also bought high school dxd number one because it's great um but i bought instead of buying demon slayer number one i bought attack on titan i was like that's the hottest thing right now i was like let me learn from that demon slayer has 23 volumes jesus yeah okay so these things are chapters right yes um well, no, no. So that is a that is volume one, and it mm-hmm. contains chapters one through five, most likely. The oh, very really? first, the, each volume will usually hold anywhere from five to six chapters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm gonna say because they're pretty thick. Well, then maybe it's not too bad. I don't really know, but like the I first see- chapter in almost every single manga is gonna be uh, fifty to fifty six pages. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. But anyways, I've just been buying a shitload of those just because I, I need an excuse to drive. And I'm like, let me go to the bookstore. And then I, I spend money I shouldn't be spending. Um, but for the most part, ladies and gentlemen, uh, so next week's podcast, because I was about to fucking spill all the beans on all these anyways. Um, we actually have I enjoy. I don't, you, Did you read these? I know you said you might. I'm going to be reading them tomorrow. OK, so just to kind of like, I'm not going to spoil anything about him, but I enjoyed Robin, which uh, we've talked about on this podcast before. It seems like they are going to a tournament arc style, um, you know, just arc. And um, yeah, I would say it's uh, uh, my assumptions are pretty right there, but it was entertaining. Uh, like it, it had a nice little ending as well. Uh, Detective is pretty solid. We've been liking that lately. And Black and White has some solid stories in it. But it also has a story I really disliked. So, um, we, you know, that's spoiler for next week. If you want to hear where that is, definitely come check it out. And hopefully we'll have some more news. I don't know, man. It's been kind of dry lately. I'm surprised yeah. we have not heard anything from the Batman. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they are working very hard on post-production. Um, I would say we don't see anything for another like trailer until summer like we don't get anything yeah until summer. yeah for sure um i do maybe we'll see some leaks for the flash i don't know if they're doing outside locations or not with this movie uh, that's true it could be doing everything indoors even with the stuff that we saw happening in the batman there wasn't a lot that leaked you know what i mean it was just like walking out of this building we never saw him in the suit if i'm not mistaken besides like the stuntman we yeah, never no. saw patents in I I assume that there's going to be more and more studios taking the same kind of technology 
that the Mandalorian is now using. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen it recently, but basically it is like a huge dome that they use and they set, they set a background and then they build like a very small set Mm -hmm. that their actors like walk on or whatever. Yeah. And then they just use the background of that dome for the CG. Yeah. Um, It makes it look beautiful because all of season two of the Mandalorian was filmed in there. Uh, except for like one scene, which a lot of people have been going to like since COVID started. Yeah. Uh, but well, I mean, if you can, if you can control your environment, I mean, that's really good. Yeah. Um, because you'll never have rainy days. Nobody will catch leaks, you know, yeah. like it is definitely a really good thing, especially with things like Mandalorian that people want to know, like, you know, uh, want to know the secrets or the twists or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'd be interesting to see where they go um with that and especially with covid now they probably don't want to risk that shit going forward um but i don't know give it a year or two i'm pretty sure we'll see a lot see a lot of shit outside um (laughs) but who knows but yeah for the most part ladies and gentlemen that is it for this week's episode of batman news weekly uh we appreciate you guys listening every week uh sorry that they've been all over the place lately um we've are you know i'm still coming back from all my stuff every day i'm getting better and better I know Clay has switched his job up a little bit. So we're just trying to like fix schedules. He's also going to school. And there are times when I'm just like, I do shit. And I'm like, I can't record tonight, man. So like, <laughs> you know, uh, we're still trying to get him out every week. Today's, there was just like, Clay was busy at night yesterday. I thought I was supposed to be doing something. That's why this is posted a lot later than normal. But, you know, again, we didn't have a lot to talk about anyways. Um, but uh, yeah, so Clay, what do you got coming up this week? So this week, I'm pretty sure this is going to be dropping on Monday. So this exact same night, if you can um, look at the Geekverse YouTube page, I'm going to be going live for DC Alliance. That is my new show on Monday nights. Uh, The actual podcast version is going to be dropping on Tuesdays, but um, go check them out. We're going to be talking about everything dc not just batman stuff like we do here so we'll be talking about doom patrol news we'll be talking about aquaman stuff we'll be talking about rumors for shazam um we're going to be starting a comic book corner uh we're going to vote on a book to review every single week that we uh that we record and we'll uh you know do a very small limited run whether it be just one volume or a mini series or whatnot so go check those that uh that out dc alliance um on Tuesdays, I usually record with my buddy Mark for the Comic Book Legion podcast, as well as uh, with Jim at the Weird Science uh, Marvel podcast. I have also joined their DC podcast for comic book reviews. I'm doing the digital stuff there. Um, of course, I have this show, and I also have the Ranger Alliance podcast, which is, again, a part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance network, um, where I do... Uh, review all of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers TV series. This man's got so many podcasts. Yep. Um, what's going on? It's funny. I just love you. Like I have too many podcasts, and I was like Anime News Weekly. Um, <laughs> but then again, I I wouldn't even be able to keep up with that. There's so much shit. Like I'm just learning about seasons when it comes to anime. Like yeah, there's so many shows. There's like 
so many apparently really good shows this season after last season, which was amazing. And I'm there like, is, add to list. And I'm there like, is so there hard. is one that people keep talking about on on TikTok, and I have to try it out. I can't remember the it's Vivi like a, one. Is that the, one it? No, the Eternal something or something of Eternal. Or... No, that's the third one that everybody's talking about. What so, the fuck? So there's this other one where apparently there's this pop star. It's called Vivi something, and there's this pop star that gets visited by somebody from the future that needs to make changes in the like in the past or whatever to try to like not have this apocalyptic future that's really good as well but then there's this other one from the creator of re-zero that is like nobody is paying attention to no re-zero re-zero is the new one that's what it is it's the creator of fairy tale that's what you're trying to say Yes, ReZero is actually a really good manga. Go check them out. I haven't watched the anime yet. Um, yeah. But spoilers, just like how some um, Soul Eater characters were teased in mm-hmm. freaking um, uh, uh, what was the what was the oh manga? Fire Force uh, Fire Force. You see some fairy tale characters on the very first episode of ReZero. Oh, so go check that out. So yeah. So uh, no, but so which one is? The ReZero one is the one you're thinking about? ReZero is the new anime. Wait, actually ReZero or the creator of ReZero's second project is the new anime? That's the new anime. Yes, from the creator of ReZero is what you're saying. Or you're talking about somebody's telling you to watch ReZero. ReZero, I thought, was the new anime that came out this year. No. Well, season two, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, no, yes, so season... there's two other... I will find them and send them to you. Holy because crap. That man is really so popular. busy. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, no. He apparently is doing another one because, like, I saw it in an anime video and everybody, and he was like, oh, this must be the most popular one of the season. And it's, like, the 22nd fucking anime of the season. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? Like, it makes no sense. But the animation in it, fucking looks amazing i still want to watch that skateboarding one it's on funimation yeah there's a there's a lot of one apparently there's like i saw a really good one that was about boxing and i don't know if it's new or old but somebody was like this is a really good fucking oh, damn. Show. i still need to finish freaking god of high school i have like god six, of high school so good i have like six episodes left like the fighting in that is so fantastic anyways ladies and gentlemen uh for my content you can definitely go check out my reaction channel where I've been posting Monday through Friday. I usually had Saturday videos, but I've been kind of just relaxing on the weekends. Um, I'm posting stuff on the gaming channel again. Definitely go check that out. It's shorts and uh, main content. So that's been getting a lot of stuff uploaded lately. And then, of course, um, you can always check out my TikTok that has not had stuff uploaded, but I have stuff to upload. I just haven't done it. But that is going to be it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you listening. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. Remember, Batman is awesome. Batman!